top 3% of uh, VCs uh, are uh, really making money. Uh, so they have more than 5x uh, 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 over 10 years and therefore outperforming the index, uh, uh, but below. So 97% of VCs are not performing at all uh, better than, uh, than if you could or buy a, a chunk of, of shares on the, on the index. Hey everyone, this is Prashant and I'll be your host for the VC10X podcast. And today we have Mark Wisslink with us. Mark is a co-founder and general partner at Venture Rock. Venture Rock is a venture building and venture investment platform where they aim to advance technology, science and innovation to co-create and grow the next generation of global tech companies. In this episode, we talk about the flaws in venture capital how they are fixing the flaws by following a unique investment model at Venture Rock, the 72-step venture-building OS they follow at Venture Rock to build successful companies, having offices in four different continents with dedicated focus for each region and so much more. So without wasting any time, let's dive straight in. Hey Mark, so good to have you on the VC10X podcast. How are you doing? Good to be here. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, pleasure having you here. And I'm very excited to talk about uh, how you're doing things differently in venture capital. Uh, but to start things off, uh, can we have your background story and how you started investing? So I'm a, I'm a founder since 1994. Uh, between 20, 20, 1994 and 2008, I've started 12 companies myself. Uh, filled four times, sold three companies, one company got listed on a London Stock Exchange but also got uh, experienced two uh, bankruptcies after the 2000, 2008 crisis. So I've got a little bit all the ups and downs of a founder uh, journey. Since 2008, actively investing in early stage companies that led to an accelerator program called Startup Bootcamp, where we've rolled out an accelerator program worldwide. And since 2018, uh, I've changing, I'm trying to change the, the venture capital model from a bullshit-based investment to a evidence-based investment uh, with Venture Rock. Yeah, absolutely. That's very interesting. And uh, I believe that it was while uh, your time at uh, Startup Bootcamp when you noticed these flaws in, in the venture capital space. Uh, can you talk about what were these flaws exactly? And then after that, we'll talk about how you're trying to fix it. These flaws were, were, were threefold. Number one, uh, VCs spent uh, on average 99% uh, on their time finding the best deals, reading through 2,000, 3,000 uh, pitch decks uh, uh, a year, uh, receiving tons of requests from all parties involved to invest in them. Uh, and uh, the, based on that, they do three or four investments a year. On, uh, on, the, on, the, on the other side, founders that are uh, uh, spending over 70% uh, of their time in the first three years on fundraising, uh, the, 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 the CEO often is dedicated to fundraising process. Uh, 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 and, and thirdly, uh, third, uh, thirdly that the, the, the top 3% of uh, VCs uh, are uh, really making money. Uh, so they have more than 5x uh, 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 over 10 years and therefore outperforming the, 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 the index, uh, uh, but below. So 97% of VCs are not performing at all uh, better than, uh, the, 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 than if you could or buy a, a chunk of, of shares on the, on the index. So that to me like, okay, why is nobody changing this? Uh, and that led to me, uh, me to, to, to show, okay, we need to flip the model. We need to be transparent, uh, show 
the, the progress uh, in real time and based on that, invite investors uh, to, to invest in startups. That's very interesting. Uh, and can you tell us now how uh, you're trying to solve all of these flaws at Venture Rock? Uh, so uh, uh, when I was trying to, to, to tell this to uh, my peers, uh, from founders' perspective, but also from uh, the venture capital industry, everybody was looking at me like, Mark, this is not possible. And then I said, like, well, that depends on. Uh, uh, I think it's possible. And to be honest, if everybody says it's impossible, then, yeah, I start some sort of uh, 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 smiling and said, okay, let me show that it's possible. So uh, uh, with VentureRock, we wanted to show the progress of a company from idea stage to scale, because the biggest, of course, uh, uh, um, failures are made between uh, uh, ideation and Series A+. A plus. So if we can, can, can sort of handle that one, then we can prevent a lot of mistakes, but also. And second, um, in the start, there are no really hard metrics. There are more soft metrics like uh, col collaboration, uh, uh, but also uh, uh, execution, speed of execution. And of course, once you grow, then the, 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 the numbers are more measurable. So uh, uh, hence uh, the, the reasoning behind, uh, uh, okay, let's build a system where you can measure uh, uh, soft metrics in the start and hard metrics later on. And that's what we've built. Uh, and, and, and we've built now 12 companies uh, and tested the model. And of course, uh, uh, we are now building uh, it from an MVP in a more uh, technology uh, uh, platform, but uh, that's where we are right now. We needed to just test the, the product, eat the, our own dog food ourselves at first. Absolutely. Uh, so is, uh, is VentureRock a venture capital firm? Is, is it a startup studio or is it an accelerator? What do you call it? I don't call it either of uh, of, of, of them, but okay. or all inclusive. We, okay. we call ourselves an all inclusive venture capital platform. Okay. Uh, so that means that uh, we can uh, facilitate uh, companies from ideation to growth, but we yep. can also facilitate other investors to invest in those type of companies. Awesome, awesome. And I, I would like to understand in detail what is this entire system that you have built? It's it's called venture venture building OS. Uh, for, uh, that your companies follow at Venture Rock. Uh, so yeah. I would like to un understand what goes on in that 72-step process. So uh, I always um, compare it to a car wash for companies, right? Every time we go with a car through a car wash, yeah, uh, it's a different process, car is different. Uh, but at the end, the, the car always seems to come out quite clean. Uh, some of them less than, than others, but that's, that's not a discussion. The more I've uh, uh, been an entrepreneur myself, but also invested in, in hundreds of companies, you see that many mistakes are, are made uh, the, the, uh, in the same uh, uh, process, right? And, and, and also a lot of things are reinvented. So for instance, uh, financial uh, planning or uh, admin system or growth systems. Everything is re redone all over again. So that came up, that's why we came up with a Venture Rock operating system where uh, uh, a lot of things are being some sort of standardized to let the founders focus on what they need to focus on. And that is finding a product market fit and getting the first customers. And not all kinds of other bullshit 
uh, shareholders agreement, setting up uh, uh, admin, uh, um, uh, finding the best tools that work, uh, et cetera, et cetera. No, focus on what they need to focus on. Yeah. And that's why we, we came up with the, the, the 72 steps French Rock operating system. Okay, okay. That's very interesting. So uh, if, if you could tell in more detail, how does how does this actually work in practice? Let's say a founder comes to you. So what are the initial terms you're going to offer? Are there going to be conditions that, okay, if you achieve this target, you're going to get more of this funding? So are you investing in phases and stuff like that? Uh, so tell, tell us more about that. Yeah, so we ideally uh, invest in uh, pre-seed, so ideation and maybe, maybe the first MVP uh, type of, of companies, uh, we, we we put them in uh, the, 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 the operating system at step zero. And step zero for us is a team of a maximum two, minimum two, maximum three co-founders with complementary soft skills and hard skills. So we do already some sort of an assessment uh, on what the, 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 the fit is of the founders uh, amongst each other. But most importantly, the founder problem fit. Yeah, if they are really, really, really genuine in love of the problem that they want to solve. Then they enter our 72-step uh, process. We invest 50,000 euros in the safe. Uh, uh, they need to go through the first 19 steps. And if they uh, are able to, 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 to get the first validation, then uh, uh, after step 19, they, in, uh, they receive 150K, also in the safe. Um, based on the next uh, steps, it's all about lean startup, uh, first version of a product, etc., etc. Get the first customers in. We invest in the third phase, five hundred thousand euros, where we can build a more rigorous uh, type of MVP and get uh, 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 more customers uh, paying and, and feedback of the product. And then, if they're, they've been able to show growth in a stable way, when we invest in the fourth phase, one point five million. And that will mostly done, be done in the equity round that uh, triggers uh, conversion of the first three rounds. Got it. That, that's a very uh, interesting model. And uh, can you tell us how this model is maybe safer uh, for investing uh, for the VCs? And does this guarantee more returns because uh, you are you know, spreading out your bets? You're not placing a big bet at once, but like spreading it out. So we'd love your view on how that, this impacts the return of the fund. Our, our unique approach is also that when, when we start with step zero, uh, together with the founders, we create a vesting agreement. So that means that if somebody is leaving within a certain amount of time, he or she loses all the shares. And we can even replace the founders. So the company is not of the founders, the company is of all of us. So we, yeah. we, we really have an obligation towards each other us included with the founders as well to build a solution for the problem that we are all uh, in love with and if that means that somebody leaves then we can replace the founder and in many cases in the former models the company was bust yeah, and in our yeah. case the company will continue that, that's pretty awesome uh, but are founders welcoming of that are they okay? Because th this is a significantly different model than than almost all of the entire rest of the industry, right? They're following a yeah. different model and you're doing a di different model. So does that mean that you are the only source of invest investment for them if, they if you're working with them? Uh, so in the f Yes. So that means that if they are able to, to 
to go uh, through the, the, the steps and to the, 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 the motions right. of, of the, the entire right. uh, car wash, right. they uh, receive money from us. Only? Uh, uh, only. Okay. So they can really focus okay. on, on execution. So that's also attracting most of, of, of the, the startups that we attract, uh, they are uh, uh, experienced founders because they know how hard it is to fundraise. And now they can finally uh, focus on the execution instead of losing valuable time of, uh, on fundraising. That's pretty awesome. And I would like a view into how much of equity are you taking in uh, in different rounds? Let's say at step zero, what's the equity that you're taking in? Then at then the next step, uh, maybe step 19, at, at that step, how much equity more do you take in for the investment you put in? Uh, can you tell us more about that? So, so that's, 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 that's undecided because at the end, every valuation of any company in the first three years is based on bullshit. So uh, that's why we use in the first three phases only a safe and only in the last phase together, we determine the valuation, what triggers all, uh, all, all, all our, of our investments, but also of course the time investments and, and the, 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 of all parties involved. Awesome, so we awesome. de determine yeah. a cap table that's healthy okay. of the cap for the company to uh, do follow-on raise in Series A+. plus. Okay, okay, got it. So uh, is Venture Rock investing its own money or is it does it have its own LPs? Uh, how is that structured, basically? So we do that uh, currently from our own balance sheet. Okay. But we are now in the, in the making of uh, some sort of a, a dual entity model. So we create a fund that will probably pick up the phase D investments. So we build phase A, B in the, the, the first three phases and the okay. fund will pick up the last phase. Okay. Because so it's very, it was, it, it, it has been very cumbersome to, to explain a new model like this to right. larger LPs. Right. They were looking at like, uh, at us like, mm -hmm. uh, currently we have 45 uh, co-investors in our, uh, in, in, on our cap table, but they all are entrepreneurs like me. But if we want to attract uh, larger LPs, uh, they, they look like uh, it does like an odd duck. And yeah, we both know that in the financial world, odd, odd ducks are not really welcome. So now we've created a dual entity structure where we have a, a fund uh, attached to, to, to us, a classic GPLP structure. Absolutely. That's pretty amazing. So right now, if I say it like that, it's more of a startup than a VC firm because, you know, you have your own investors uh, who are on your cap table and you're investing out of the balance sheet, much like how a startup does, but you're in plans to also get a VC fund in. But for founders, of course, it doesn't matter. They're getting the funding. So they can call you a VC as well because you're funding them and helping them succeed. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. And uh, I have learned that Venture Rock has four offices in four different continents, right? Uh, that's very interesting to learn. So would like to learn about how difficult was it expanding to all these different regions? And how do you look at all these different regions and which one is most exciting to you going forward? So, so uh, we believe in a vertical approach. So every uh, uh, entity that we created, they are... Uh, solving certain problems within uh, a certain industry, gathering co-investors from that industry that uh, are also connected to that industry. So that you really get uh, a knowledge base uh, which you can use from a startup founder perspective. So that means that in Amsterdam, we've created uh, a fintech. Um, 
it's a in connection with fintech, but it's more uh, that we build software to create full transparency uh, in the uh, in the value chain. And that's applicable, of course, to startup finance, but also to to supply chains. Uh, the the second one is a sports stack uh, in uh, Los Angeles because Los Angeles is the capital of sports in the US, so it makes sense to to start one over there. Then the third one uh, was in, uh, in in Singapore, where we are launching uh, uh, some sort of an impact um, um, a builder, and recently we've uh, set up. Um, uh, an office in uh, in the UAE, where we are uh, uh, going to help urban builders, so technology that uh, uh, creates a, a better uh, environment in cities. And uh, th therefore, uh, 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 we see the specific problems that we want to solve in those specific regions as a match. Uh, urban technology with all the things going on in Dubai, Abu Dhabi, but also, of course, the recent announcement of Neom in, uh, in, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's, it's a huge opportunity for urban tech. Right, absolutely. That, that's a very inter interesting model, uh, like having different focuses for different regions. So yeah. uh, is, is, is it only open for the founders of those particular reason, regions? Or let's say a founder in the US wants to solve a problem that's not the focus of the US office, but is focus of the Abu Dhabi office. So are they going to yeah. move there, move there and then work or how is it going yeah. to work or are you going to reject them? No, 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 no. So, so sort of, uh, uh, we also hope that we can attract foreign, uh, foreign founders towards <laughs> the specific, uh, uh, uh verticals. Okay. Uh, because, uh, we also want to, uh, collaborate with local parties that uh, have direct uh, uh, access to, 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 to pilot customers, because that's uh, where a lot of startups have lack of. Nobody wants to be the first customers. So no, uh, uh, we hope we can also attract uh, foreign uh, founders towards that, uh, that region. Awesome, awesome. But the but the focus, focus remains the same. The focus of each yeah. re region remains the same. The founders can move around, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. okay. Great. Uh, and you have also an amazing experience of being a founder yourself, uh, building a company 12 times, even failing four times, having one public listed company. So can you share what would be your biggest advice for founders that are building now? Uh, uh, create a support system from day one. And a support system can be uh, future customers, can be experts that... Uh, can really help uh, you connecting the, the, the right dots and uh, early investors that are also in love or connected with the problem that you want to solve. The earlier you start with that, right. it keeps you uh, 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 more uh, sane uh, along the very difficult ride of starting a business. Uh, but you also give the, 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 the people some sort of co-creation, uh, right? Uh, together, uh, uh, because yeah, um, um, you can't do it alone, it's very simple. Yeah, totally agree. And another subject that's kind of related to this one, uh, that having a support system is really important, especially in a difficult journey like this one. Uh, do you think solopreneurship, uh, as it is being promoted uh, in places, do you think that's a good thing? That's a pathway that uh, founders can explore? Uh, there are multiple uh, companies that are uh, being started by a solo entrepreneur yeah. as long uh, if you have a good uh, uh, support system. Right. Uh, um, 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 and, and then you, you, you create a support system that suits you uh, as a person. Uh, 
uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I always make a joke. Yeah, if you celebrate successes or uh, failures, it's much cozier to do that with two person than sitting on your own at the bar crying uh, with a with a glass of beer. Absolutely, totally agree. But I think adventure or your thesis that you're not going to take a solo founder. Is that correct? We have uh, taken up uh, solo founders, but we always okay. uh, have pushed hard to find a second one okay. because uh, we know that uh, you go much uh, faster when you have two people dedicated on uh, on working uh, on on a, on a company. Right. Awesome. Awesome. And now moving on to my last main question before we do the rapid fire round, and this one is about. Uh, you've talked about this, uh, this on other podcasts as well, and this is about having customers as your investors or co-owners, basically. So can you tell us more about this concept? So I believe in the future of, of fractional ownership, uh, uh, um, and that means that it, it needs to be really easy to invest in a company. Uh, uh, we, 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 within our ecosystem, we are building companies that makes it possible to invest in a, on evidence in a company with three clicks, click, 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 and you are an investor. And uh, 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 when you looked at, uh, at it from, from a consumer-driven, uh, business-to-consumer-driven companies, I think it's one of the most powerful tools to have uh, a, a plethora on, 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 on small investors on your cap table that are all in love of the problem that you want to solve. But there's a big but. Right. Don't make the mistake to get them in too early. And we've seen many startups in the early phase doing crowdfunding, and they needed to, to do a pivot. And what happens that you have a crowd that is investing in proposition, uh, your first proposition, and then you pivot it, and then people say like, why? I've invested in this. Now you're going to do this. So don't start too early. But once you have determined product market fit, one of the best uh, parts of, of fundraising is done by the potential uh, uh, customers or already existing customers uh, after product market. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Uh, and that's great perspective on crowdfunding. Like a lot of founders consider it initially, if, you're, if they're not able to raise from institutional investors, they go the crowdfunding way, raise some money. Uh, but there can potentially be a case that in future we'll need to pivot and that'll be really hard to communicate that yeah. to, to a yeah. crowd than a single yeah. or two, three investors, right? And then uh, even yeah. I've seen and experienced pushbacks of uh, of the, the crowd, like, uh, what's, what, what, what the hell? I've invested in this. And why why are you pivoting? Yeah. Right, uh, right. Then you, you can... Uh, you can have a negative crowd, and then then uh, then uh, it will be really difficult to uh, to, to to succeed. Yeah. Absolutely, that's that's very helpful there. Uh, and now let's do the rapid fire round here, and uh, I'll ask you five quick questions uh, about the investing that you're doing, and you have to give five quick answers. Sounds good. All right. So the first one goes: What are the sectors and regions you invest in? Uh, uh, Europe. Uh, uh, MIA and uh, uh, Asia, APEC, mainly um, uh, in, in fintech, uh, uh, urban uh, tech and uh, sports tech, uh, and all uh, with, with, with a problem that is worth solving. So we, we have always an impact angle. That's great. Uh, and what's the typical stage of investment? 
pre-seed as early as possible. Awesome. And uh, what's the typical check size you put in? We always start with 50K. Great. And uh, how, how much can this potentially increase over time? 2.2 million. Uh, over the course of until Series A, I guess, right? Yes. Awesome. Mainly, most of them three years. Great, great, great. Uh, and uh, where can founders apply for funding in case there is a direct way? Uh, we don't have a direct way. It's more, more, most of the, the, the companies are uh, sort of referred to us uh, because we can't handle thousands of applications. So we built three or four uh, companies per, per vertical together with the founders. So, Yeah, that's great. Uh, where can our listeners go and follow you to learn more? Uh, I'm very on, uh, active on LinkedIn. Uh, so please follow me on LinkedIn and then uh, they will also keep uh, informed about uh, our progress and what we do. Uh, awesome, Mark. It was great having you on the podcast and uh, it's, it's always great. Personally, I feel great whenever there is a new innovation or a new model that comes up uh, in investing because uh, even the venture capitalists love innovation when it comes to investing in startups, but <laughs> are themselves not very innovative. But I love no. what you're doing here uh, you. and all the best to you and happy investing. Thank you.